Divorces are tougher on people than Judge Judy is, especially their finances. Welcome to Sky Blue Wealth Weekly. I am glad to have you back with us once again. I'm your host, Eric Powers, a certified financial planner and owner of Sky Blue Wealth. This is the podcast where we talk about ways to save more money, how to protect savings from overtaxation, and to update you on investment news. So I'd love for you to hit that follow button if you've not already subscribed to the show. We do appreciate each and every one of you who are regular listeners. So what's on tap today? Well, we're digging into divorce and finances. No one wants to be involved in a divorce, but sadly, about half of all marriages do end up in breakups. This episode is packed with facts and stats that will help you to understand how much can go wrong with your finances during a divorce and afterward. Great information for you or maybe your children or a friend. Like I said, hopefully you'll never face a divorce, but being aware of how it affects your finances puts you in a much better position. To start out, Forbes reported an average cost of divorce is about $15,000. But before we get into the cold, hard money aspects of things and three main things to know on the cusp of a divorce, I'm going to share with you some marriage advice that I saw from a divorce lawyer in an interview. The guy had seen a lot in 20 years and his answer to what makes a relationship last? Well, he told about a woman that he represented. She said she knew the moment her marriage was over. It was the week that she ran out of her special granola snack, apparently. For five years, her husband had never let her run out. He'd buy a fresh container and put it in the cabinet for her. This tiny act always made her smile, she said. But then he stopped. The lawyer said he heard the same theme over and over. It was the little things that kept couples happiest and together. Not big vacations or luxury gifts. Anyways, I thought it was pretty interesting. Do the little things and maybe the big things will take care of themselves. Okay. So 72% of couples reported that they didn't fully understand the commitment involved in marriage before they married. And that's why I put premarital counseling near the top of the list to avoid divorce. And this should include financial counseling. Money is a part of life, married life especially, so you're better off having financial discussions before saying I do. For example, a soon-to-be bride thinks buying new vehicles is unwise. She's right, but the groom-to-be had never even considered the high cost of new versus a used vehicle. And that's going to be an issue at some point. And if it's a new fishing boat, ah, holy buzzbait. Same thing if one partner wants one child someday versus the spouse who wants a very big family. You got to iron these things out before tying the knot. Yeah, it's scary and it's hard, but these conflicting plans will certainly raise their head later on and it's all going to affect the finances as well as the emotional part of the marriage. By the way, I'm going to throw in a quick stat here. In a study from 2004 to 2014, women over the age of 50 who divorced faced a 45% drop in their standard of living, while a man's standard of living dropped by 21%. Now, this may be changing since younger women are now often out-earning younger men in several U.S. cities, and this is according to a Pew Research study. Okay, moving on to when it's too late and the divorce is already happening. The three biggest things to know. One, joint bank accounts are just not a good idea at that point. Each person should have their own individually owned bank account. And usually the money that was in the prior joint account or accounts would be split up between both parties. Now, sure, it would be great to be civil during and after the divorce. But even so, you wouldn't have a joint account with a friend or a cousin, right? Same goes for someone who is close to not being your spouse anymore. All right, number two, it's kind of rare, but people do get divorced without hiring lawyers. Reasonable agreements between spouses and or a mediator can save lots of attorney fees. Attorneys are never cheap. Sometimes you absolutely need them, but in some states you really pay a premium. 
California was ranked most expensive for divorces a few years ago. Okay, the third biggest thing to know, your retirement portfolio is subject to being split up as well. Lots of factors do come into play here, but for example, many people make the mistake of thinking that a workplace 401k is totally and completely separate from their assets within the marriage. And this is not a pleasant surprise for people who are learning this mistake. Now, besides those three crucial things, everyone knows how having children changes the financial dynamics of a divorce significantly. Child support payments or visitation plans, relocation possibilities, and so much to consider and worry about. And even more reasons to get premarital counseling because it can keep the kids from the pain of their parents' divorce. Ironically, the divorce attorney that I talked about earlier had been divorced himself. He said he wasn't a great husband, but he was a terrific ex-husband and had a solid relationship with his children's mom. I thought this was insightful too because some breakups do actually work out well. But as I'm sure you've heard, not all divorces are rainbows and cotton candy. And in those cases, people make financial mistakes. It's unfortunate, but one spouse can get cheated out of what would be rightfully theirs in a split. One party could be emotionally manipulated, for instance, or the other party could simply be hiding assets in extreme cases where it's really hard to find them unless you're doing forensic accounting. People will even transfer money or property to a family member to avoid giving it up as part of a divorce settlement. Judge Judy might sniff that out on TV, but the real world is you have to get a solid attorney to protect yourself in those awful situations. So the flip side of hiding assets, well, hiding debt. An example of this, a husband may have a credit card in his and his wife's name, but she never knew about it. And that's crucial information to find out about before untying the knot. Pulling credit reports on a regular basis can be a wise choice in this case, and a must when a divorce is possibly in the nearer future. Now, each state does have different laws on the books as to how the courts review marital assets and debt. So you can see how important a solid attorney is, right? Yes, sometimes even when a split seems amicable and peaceful. What about people who don't have money for a lawyer? Payment plans to a law firm are not unheard of. You can also elect to limit the scope of representation as an option. In this case, a lawyer only handles a portion of your case. Now, in some cases, if you look around too, some family law firms offer free advice. And believe it or not, a few legal aid organizations do work pro bono for qualified people. All right, so another quick fact. Women initiate divorce at a significantly higher rate than men do. So act right, guys. Plus, if you haven't heard this before, divorced people or single people have a higher mortality rate than those who are married. And you know what? It's actually higher for men than it is for women. All right, I mentioned credit reports a second ago. And that reminds me of another anecdotal account that I was reading about. The lady said it's a smart idea to get a credit card just in your name before you leave a marriage unless there's abuse and you should seek safety immediately. The point is that it's possible you could qualify as a married person, but not qualify once you're single. And think about it this way. It could depend on if you're a stay-at-home partner and you may not have had recent income history to use for a credit card application. And another thing that I remember from this story was the wife was losing money on some CDs that the couple owned together. See, in order to split up the funds, they had to break the CD term, and there was a penalty for that. Now, honestly, sometimes banks will waive that, and you should ask. So for you couples out there wearing wedding bands or about to pick some out, I'd love for you to pick a time to talk with me about any financial concerns that you have. I guarantee it'll make a huge difference in your combined futures. My contact information is in the show notes, as usual. Moving on, what are the things that you don't hear about when it comes to divorce that still can cost you money, time, or hassles? 
Well, one is oftentimes that mortgage, it needs to be refinanced. It needs to be put in one spouse's name versus joint. What about increased tax liability? And what about the increase in tax liability if you have to sell assets? Also, a court fee is required just to file a divorce. Sometimes co-parenting classes are mandated and not always free of charge. And in other cases, there are costs due to psychological evaluations for the couple or the child involved. You see, divorce is an ugly thing, and we all know it. But sometimes it's even worse than we think, depending upon where we live and the situation. Divorce is usually messy and costly. And while mediation and uncontested divorces can save money on lawyers, if you make a couple of mistakes or miscalculations, you could still end up losing money in the long run, especially with the IRS, which isn't very forgiving or sympathetic, even with broken relationships. All right, folks, quick recap on the effects divorce has on finances. Divorce can cost people big time, but the little things couples do make for a happy home. Mediation is an option to save on attorney fees, but do proceed with caution. Divorce can take both spouses down financially, but women are typically hit harder with reduced standard of living, while men who remain unmarried suffer more severe health consequences. And finally, it's wise to have financial records organized and to have a plan before showing up to court with a shoebox of old receipts and paperwork. With that, let's close this out. And again, if you and your partner or a young couple you know need to discuss financial plans together, I'm available. Just get in touch and schedule an appointment. Contact information is in the show description. I can't stress this enough for young couples. Whether you call my firm or another certified financial planner, please get premarital counseling that includes financial counseling. Being on the same page from the start places odds in your favor of having one of those 50-year marriages and kids that brag about it someday. And folks, that'll do it. Thanks once again for listening. Please leave us a review and I'll be talking to you soon. Investment advice offered through Private Advisor Group, LLC, a registered investment advisor.